Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with comic Chloe Holmes. Chloe Holmes, how the hell are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. And let me know where we can see you do stand-up comedy on stage in New York City and where we can find you online. Ooh, I'm going to be at Lady Stardust this Monday. Ooh, where's that? Yeah, uh, it's on 2nd and Avenue A. Uh It's amazing. Jill Wiener uh, runs the show. She's Mm. amazing for having me on. It's a great weekly show, always packed. Okay. And what what kind of comics can they expect other than Chloe Holmes? Literally, they book all kinds every week. Like, Like just quality? Yes. They're it's taken me like two years to get on the show. I'm gonna be honest. It's a weekly show too, That's so cool. like you know wow. that they. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. I'm very honored. Okay, and then um, you were gonna be just bringing your A plus material. You can't work new material at such a. No, I wouldn't. Quality, yeah, quality room. I still typically don't work on new stuff at any show. Just like mics and stuff. Yeah, okay. unless unless I can tell. Like last week, I did a show um, where it was my first real heckle. <laughs> It was a bar show in Williamsburg. Welcome, and I loved, welcome to Williamsburg, Chloe yeah, Holmes, right? I know. Here's a heckle. I, I love the people who run the show, but there was this older uh, gentleman who claimed to be Italian, uh, but then we found out was not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, hey, you did it, every comic. And I was like, no, sir. Oh, I have too Lord. many daddy issues to deal with this right now, okay? <laughs> and that wasn't the Sugarberg show, was it? It was. Okay, because the reason why I asked Matt Levy was, you know, he, he kind of, you know, we talked a little bit on here, and he was talking about that being an ambush show and all that. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he said, it just tends to be pretty lively as far as the audience perci- perci- participation. Yeah, and the and precipitation. Yeah, the precipitation. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he's spitting, yeah, he's spitting all over you yeah. as he's trying to do an Italian accent. And then other than Sugarberg and Our Lady Stardust, mm-hmm. where else can they find you? And then also, where, the, where can they find you online? Are you Chloe Holmes across all social media? No, I'm uh, Chloe Holmes Comedy on Instagram. Okay. I am Chloe L. Holmes on Twitter, but I'm so bad at Twitter. All the comics that are good at Twitter, I thank God I'm pretty because Instagram is my medium um, <laughs> of choice. That's great. I just I don't do one-liners, so Insta- oh, okay. Twitter doesn't really fit how long I'm carrying out this sentence. Do you, you feel that? I love that. And so what we're going to talk about real quick, and then we'll kind of pivot into what type of stuff you're actually doing in your act, Mm -hmm. is just trash. Like trash TV, uh, teen movies from the 80s and 90s, Mm -hmm. which back in the day you loved, but now you revisited them and you discovered that they may be trash. Yes, they were my only friends uh, (laughs) when I was in middle school. And how come? Like, what about teen, and I guess they're teen comedies for the most, well, I guess Well, no, John Hughes was a huge influence on me. So angsty, angsty teen. Yes, I was... So angsty, so fat. I was a fat, angsty, sad girl alone at my dad's house. Because at my mom's house, we didn't have a DVD player at the time. And so you had the John Hughes collection at your dad's house. Yeah, I had the John Hughes collection. My dad introduced me to John Hughes when I was 12, which I feel like was too young. Um, It was right. I just left the sixth grade. He, like, picked me up from the last day of sixth grade. Ah. And the breakfast club was on the TV, and we were going to go out and do something. He's like, never mind. We're going to sit here, and we're going to watch this. Weird. Did he think that you had said something about school that led him to believe that maybe she is ready for it? My dad introduced me to things way too young. Um, He used to take me to Hooters to teach me how to spot uh, fake breasts (gasps) at, like, That's hilarious. It sounds like you got some humor from your dad. I'm very good at it. (laughs) Like, very good at it. It's it's kind, of, it's kind of repulsive. Oh, you know. I mean, it's you, a matter of taste. Like art. some guys have breastfed to the point where I think they're attracted to that, but for me, it's just like I absolutely was not, and I don't see the appeal. 
to fake breasts or just in general? Well, just in general. To me, to me, they appear fat. Like it's just. You they know, are. I, I, I mean, and because I'm kind of bigger, like I, you know, I'd rather somebody with like a slim silhouette. And I heard like the Olsen twins, like one of them wanted to get them, and the other one was like, no, not so at they, all, because I want to keep the slim silhouette. And so I think they both did not. I think that's so interesting that they have to still be. Yeah. The, I'm like, you don't have to <laughs> yeah, do that. You both have to turn your keys. That's so funny. You're not doing the parent <laughs> trap. You can look different. You guys are like fashion designers now with billions of dollars. I think you can make your own decisions. I I think it's so interesting that people in fashion always dress the ugliest. Ah, yeah, they are pretty dumpy. Like those two, they dress fairly, uh, you know, the big baggy, baggy chic, bag lady chic. There's also, I work in a restaurant and there was a, uh, someone who was a regular at the restaurant, I cannot say the name. Some famous Um, person whose name shall go name. Yeah, who's in fashion and he wore these hideous, huge, like those dad platform sneakers. And I was just like, ah, you make shoes. <laughs> like I know you have a collection. It's like Steve Madden, and he's wearing the worst shoes. And there's actually dad platform shoes, dad platform sneakers. Yeah, it was like a big thing this past year, and I, I can't, my, cause my dad wore them. I'm like, no, you're just a fat guy with boob issues. I don't. <laughs> very triggering, truly. 2019 was very triggering here for fashion. And so, as far as like the trash, though, like even, and I guess you've done serious studies on this. Like you've actually. I don't know, I went to school for something similar. I was so surprised to learn that you actually have some real book knowledge on trash, on trash <laughs> yeah. TV, trash movies. I uh, I did my undergraduate at NYU, which oh. is the most pretentious thing I've ever said. Uh, and I took a class when I was at NYU called The Cultural Politics of Bad Taste. Oh, and, and so it was, was it just TV? Class. Was it just media? Or was it just bad taste even extending to clothing and platform shoes? Um, well, I mean, let's be honest. I didn't do the reading. Uh, <laughs> I do comedy. Come on. Yeah, I would think you could skip the reading in that class. Well, it was it was really interesting because it, it did kind of span all media. And then oh, okay. when we did uh, papers, you could choose. I did oh. a paper on... This oh I don't this doesn't track anymore because I did a paper on um, Louis C.K. And this is, in, this is before he was discovered to be yeah. a little bit of a creep. Okay, mm-hmm. wow. And so what did I, yeah? I guess what was the angle then? Like just him being a good comic no, th- or the I things a, the provo- provocation he was talking about in his act. I did a uh, it was like a PowerPoint and a paper was my final. <laughs> she did a PowerPoint on Louis C.K. I yeah. love it. No, That's on NYU a specific education bit. Yeah, right there. it's worth yeah. every dollar of tuition. It was on a specific bit he used to do. Oh, cool. Um, and I, I, because I can't watch his stuff anymore, <laughs> I don't fully remember it, but it was a bit where he, he talked a lot about how lo- he loved the word cunt yeah. and stuff like, you remember that bit? And I he says so, yeah. a few other words, I believe. Okay. Um, he just likes the name, right? Right. But it was, it's a, it, what, R.I.P., you know, um, the comedy, <laughs> it was a really good bit. Yeah. And I, I think the angle was like can he use these words and in what way is this bad taste but in what way is he elevating it if that can be elevated by yeah we gotta burn that paper yeah thank god that that laptop is gone (laughs) i mean i always think that that could be your that could be your entree to twitter success is just posting you know that that i guess a screenshot of your premise of your louis ck paper that's just hilarious the fact that i got an a did you yes with the big a on it because recently there was that fake paper going around on twitter where some some comic i think from new york i think he's from queens actually and so he did um why does tom the cartoon tom want to catch jerry so bad and so he actually did you know this fake paper and and he actually fake marked it up as if he was a teacher marking it down i saw that gave it the d right i gave it the d that was fake yeah, it was absolutely fake. Oh, and so, yeah, yeah, and some people were pissed off that it was fake. And, and and some people were disturbed by the ethical implications if it was real. It's like, okay, if this is real, don't post your kids, 
papers online and he's like it's totally fake but yeah he was talking about the viral the kind of step by step of you know how it felt to be within a viral tweet and then he said well other than gaining up a couple thousand followers I'm back to where I was but I, I would think <laughs> that if you took a dated Louis CK paper and posted it somewhere I think it'd be interesting right I, and especially you commenting on it now that you think he's a little bit problematic Right. I mean, or he is problematic. I would need to reread the paper. Yeah, we have to find that. Because I mean, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but like before, he was like a big influence on my. Oh, good. Good. So now it's just like people ask, like, "What are your influence?" And I'm like, I have to create a whole new list. Uh, I mean, I think the list is still funny. He still was a good comic. I mean, there's certain bits where you shudder looking at, you know, how creepy he was. But but... it's also different being a a female. Okay. I think I, I need to, you know, I feel like I need to be more in solidarity with women with the sisterhood yeah so i'm like you know what i don't this is something that i was into before but it doesn't need to be a part of my life now okay like like, i've never seen american beauty and now i guess i won't yeah like it's kevin space is a little creepy in that movie too but regardless solidarity solidarity with the fellow comics because i guess it was the female comics who were most affected by his creepiness right and so that's relegated to trash now speaking of trash sorry let's get back to trash yeah even something like Grey's anatomy which you know (laughs) you had kind of mentioned earlier before the thing and like it it was a great show and things like do you even consider that trash and if so why is it a little bit melodramatic and there's always an emergency happening every episode i mean it's a procedural at its core so each week you have new patients coming in just for that episode you you know there's always something to solve uh, at its core it's a procedural but it's on season 14 it's still on i am fully caught up (laughs) oh my that's saying a lot that's saying a lot because most people like me will have fallen by the wayside like i got off the train at season seven or something yeah i did i got off at season six because i believe that's when they killed a spoiler uh for 10 years ago um (laughs) george o'malley oh i I forgot who who acted that i Oh, wait, was that the one where? Oh, is that the one where there was a, he was he's gay in real life? Yeah, but and there was Isaiah something. Washington yes, yes, was yes. talking like homophobic shit, and mm-hmm. so he left the show. Now that guy was solid. So that young, that that kind of he youthful, pudgy-looking yeah. guy was killed off. Okay, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I got I got off too. I think because yeah, he was they're, great. They're still on, and uh, it's it's still riveting television. No, absolutely <laughs> not. But there's a part of my heart that's like I want this. I want this. I've also I've been in a relationship for eight years. Okay. I'm 25. So you need some melodrama. Yeah, I like having that, like, weird, stupid, over-sexual for no reason. Like, a lot of times when I'm watching a, a show, I'll do, like, a hiccup. If something, like, like hot's going on or, like, like drama, go, ah! Like, that's, like... <laughs> that's funny, and they're just, like, ripping off each other's clothes in the intern closet or whatever. Yeah, which, yeah. I'm like, you know there's someone sleeping up there. <laughs> that's so inconsiderate. That's, and then, kind of, what makes it trash, then? Um, I mean, and, and like the 80s, 90s movies, are those trash because their, you know, their feelings were so close to the surface and not really cloaked in any sort of artsy layer? Right. So I did also do a paper on this. Okay. Good. I did a lot of Yeah, papers. I love it. You are super educated um, on the best shit, like trash TV, trash movie. Basically, I did analysis of uh, 80s versus 90s teen film uh-huh. because 80s was the renaissance of the teen film. John right. Hughes was crazy. I, I did read a biography on him and the Brat Pack. I'm, I'm deep into it. It's an issue. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he was very ingrained in that culture and in being a misfit, he was a misfit in high school, and I don't think he ever truly grew out of that, uh-huh. which was problematic in his personal life, uh-huh. but was very, you know, useful and created amazing work. Yeah. Um, but that being said, Pretty in Pink, oh, no. Oh, because I went back and I rewatched all of them, and Pretty in Pink is the one of his specifically that does not hold up even 
a little. So it's troubling in the whole Me Too thing. Like it's just, uh, it um, was, it was kind of uh, misogynistic. I don't even know if it's misogynistic. There just is no. The only character that I felt anything for was Ducky. He's the only. He's the like, Asian. Is he the Asian guy? Who's the no, Asian? That's that was also dong, that's that was a little bit problematic. Oh, okay, is, that's yeah. what I'm thinking about. Yeah, that's yeah. a little bit problematic. But that's too, a com- that's a full comedy, so okay. I'm not. It's like not yeah, it, it was. It's not good, but it's. Long it was duck of du- the time. Okay, Long Duck Dung is uh, is fine with Chloe Holmes. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this one. No, 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 we're not recording. <laughs> but, like, I just mean, like, uh, 16 Candles. I mean, it's it's a cop. Well, no, there is kind of rape in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's totally, like, it, drunk or something. He, she's blackout drunk, and yeah. the... The popular boy trades his black his passed out drunk girlfriend yes. for the other girl's underwear. For the nerd and the nerdy guy had sex with her. Yeah, but oh, it's God. alluded to that he also doesn't remember what happened. And what's the what the, what's the ethics then if they're both totally wasted? I don't know. Yeah, and so how is Pretty in Pink the problematic one when there is? Ra- well, now ra- now I f- I fucking forgot, didn't I? <laughs> uh, she wrote the even the person who wrote the paper on it. I wrote the book on this. Oh, I yeah, forgot, I wasn't though. even. Th- yeah, I wasn't even thinking because I was. I think I was. I hope I didn't get an A on that. Uh, <laughs> she needs to go back to get a PhD in this for us to really trust what she's saying. Yeah, I, I'll come back with like a full yes. research paper. And I want to see that paper on social somewhere. And then what, what What kind of stuff here, you know, any of the themes that are in this trash TV and trash movies, are any of them making their way into your act? Um, I do a, a bit about... Um, teen films mostly of of the 90s like like breaking down the ones that i kind of remember okay. uh that were bad and the biggest offender to me was the film uh she's all that mm. uh, from 1999 which was kind of the end of i think the that that era of she, teen film she took off her glasses and she was just gorgeous you're like, is this, is that, is that the one? She was just a girl with glasses and an I know. opinion. Well, but she was also just like, like super hot and she was supposed to be yeah, n- nerdy. Yeah, Rachel Lee Cook? Yeah. I'd fuck her. Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah. I, I love, uh, Josie and the Pussycats, are you kidding? What a queen. It, it's so like, and so that movie though to you was kind of the end of that type of film. How come? Well, after that you got American Pie. Ah. Uh. So that kind of ushered in, it was very male-centric, even more so because it was very sexual. Yeah. Towards the teen films before then, I don't think were more um they weren't rated r truly okay. like that's kind of what besides the breakfast club which was also a drama that's cool you're kind of tracking the changes and it also mimics the ratings they got at the time yeah and so uh, you know these themes of kind of romance and stuff are they making their way into your act at all um like are you talking about your eight-year relationship that you started when you were 17 yeah I. which I, is really problematic from the statutory <laughs> point of view i hope he was also 17 or 16 yeah no we didn't have sex till we were both 18 cool. i did lose my virginity to him Aww. so that's a we- interesting angle i come from for being a young comic i don't have a dating act okay good like I, I don't we don't i don't really do jokes about him i do one joke about losing my virginity to one person okay. with a um I don't, you know what? I don't want to talk about his penis on air. But I, but I also like it too. You're like, I lost my virginity <laughs> one person instead of two or three. <laughs> but um, so so you are telling one joke about the, you're not really going into your relationship too much. And so like, is there anything else in your act that's autobiographical, or are you primarily observational? No, I'm very much autobiographical, but okay. a lot of it's about my dad. Yeah, he about sounds being hilarious. Fat growing up, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my dad's also uh, deceased. <laughs> Uh-huh. So that adds another layer uh-huh. to it. And do you talk about that? Oh, all the time. Oh, good. Like more than I should. <laughs> probably. They're like, can you not? I'm like, but mm. y- but you also have to deal with this stuff too, and so it's yeah. nice you're doing so through laughs. And I imagine there's somebody in the audience who also is kind of going through something similar. 
I hope so. Like that's part of the reason I started was to kind of I was going through this and I felt very alone because I was an only child with my dad. I have a sister from my mom, uh, and they were divorced, and he wasn't honestly a very likable person. Okay, he sounded funny. In in a way, <laughs> in a way that he made me like this, <laughs> but to other people, not yeah, as much. And okay. I I thought that I was going through that very, uh, I was very alone. And I was like, you know, I'm already kind of making jokes about this to me because that's my personality. And okay. if someone else can connect to it, I'm like, you know, instead of screaming into a void, screaming into a microphone. For laughs. Yeah. That is so cool. And so they're going to see it, Lady Stardust. Yes, Monday. Which is 2nd Avenue and A or yeah. something. Okay, and that's Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. Technically, so it's okay. like Alphabet City-ish, Lower East Side-ish. And that's like the best show. She's been trying to get on the show for years, and so she's going to be bringing her A-plus game yes. as the weekly show, and it's it's organized by Jill Wiener. Yeah. Okay, and then they can find you online, Chloe Holmes Comedy. Yeah, Chloe Holmes Comedy at ChloeHolmesComedy.com and Chloe Holmes Comedy on Instagram. She's got across all socials. That's how good of a comic she is. <laughs> Chloe Holmes, thank you so much. Thank you so much.